Welcome. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And today we're going to talk about at least four topics, with the first one being what are your latest pickups and what are you currently playing? Okay, you want to go first? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, today I actually just bought a couple games. I bought uh, The Kingdoms of Amalur, The Reckoning. That's the one you were telling me about the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, it was. Uh, created by the uh, Doom Faded 38 Cans or 38 Studios. I don't think there's a can. It's 38 Studios. Um, I've heard a lot of bad things about the uh, going ons in the background of that game. However, I've heard it plays really well. So it's supposed to be a fun game. Sweet. And then also, the I picked up uh, Far Cry 4. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I want to ride an elephant around. That's the only reason. That's it? That's the reason mm-hmm. you, you bought? I think I have that one. Hold on one second. I'm going to look at my collection real quick. Okay. Nope. I think I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had it at one point, because uh, that's mm-hmm. the one where you can literally, if you sit at the table at the beginning of the game, you can beat it in 15 minutes. I don't want to do that. I want to ride an elephant. There's an achievement. I would just turn it on, let it ride through, and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> but maybe you don't want to watch that because there's major spoilers. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. But mm-hmm. uh, I know I did that. I think I got that achievement. I think it's called like the That Was Easy achievement. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Something like that. Anyways, uh, I did pick up Shadows of Valencia, Fire Emblem, Shadows of Valencia, 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 whatever it is. It's a remake of Fire Emblem 2 or the original Famicom slash Nintendo, whichever you prefer. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's very different from the rest of the series. There's dungeon crawling in it. Um, the weapons triangle has no effect, which you don't even know what I'm talking about when I say weapons triangle, probably. Nope. Like, very different game. Um, certainly probably not what the people who bought Awakening were expecting, which could be good or it could be bad mm. because it makes the series uh, look different than what the Awakening crowd is used to. Mm. We'll get to that later. Um, Coming out on Friday is Shakedown Hawaii. Oh, you're very pumped about that. Yes. I'm going to be pre-ordering the video copy. Mm. I had the original game. It was uh, Retro City Rampage that came out in 2015? 2014? Somewhere in there. Uh, but he just did a re-release of that last Wednesday, I want to say. And a lot of people were happy, and a lot of people were not happy. Because it makes the original print worth a little less mm. for collectors. And he had said multiple times he wasn't going to get it reprinted. So people ran out to eBay and paid too much money for it. Oh, so, that sucks, yeah. Yeah, kind of pissed off his fan base. Yeah, you never want to do that. <laughs> no, especially with being an independent small creator. It's kind of a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I just did pick up the Super Nintendo from my uh, childhood home, so I've got that and that whole collection, but I wouldn't call that a pickup. Any gems for, of games? Uh, the entire Donkey Kong Country trilogy, which mm-hmm. I own for Game Boy Advance already, and Super Mario World, Super Mario Kart, uh, Super Mario All-Stars, mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, which is 
by far the best 2D Zelda. I would say, don't say overall. (laughs) I'm going to fight you on that. (laughs) Star Wars games that came out is Super Star Wars and Super Return of the Jedi. Uh, Frogger. Hmm. Frogger's a classic. Man, I haven't thought of Frogger in so long. Oh, my gosh. Timon and Pumbaa uh, minigame cart of some sort, whatever it's called. Uh, See if I missed anything. Killer Instinct. Uh, Mad 98. I got the um, Magic Genie. Hmm. Um, The Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse, which is this. And it is (laughs) one of my favorite Super Nintendo games ever. Hmm. Platforming at its best when you're a kid. Also the only problem with going back and playing some of these games is like they're not as good as you remember them. No, that's not true. Donkey Kong Country will never be bad. All right, well, Donkey Kong is good. I mean, I think that honestly, the graphics are ageless. Yeah, that is one of the most well put together retro games ever, in my opinion. It's very hard to outdo Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. Although Retro Studios did a good job doing the high definition remakes or not remakes, yeah, but uh, yeah, they're good. You know what I mean. Okay, so now <laughs> that we got that out of the way, mm-hmm. the next topic, which I'm pretty positive you don't know a lot about, correct? Fire Emblem? Yeah, you don't know anything about Fire Emblem. Enlighten me once again. Okay. Drop that All knowledge right, bomb so... on me. <laughs> so, Fire Emblem was originally a Japanese only game. Uh, Nintendo is getting kind of dry in the release cycle for the Game Boy Advance, and they had released Advance Wars 2002 time frame. Sold really, really, really well. So they thought, hey, Intelligent Systems makes this uh, tactical strategy RPG Advance Wars. What else do they make that we can release in the States? Fire Emblem. Which is a uh, kind of... A medieval take on Advance Wars, but I think it's been around a lot longer than Advance Wars. Okay. Don't fact check me on that because I'm not sure. I'm just kind of spouting. I'm Googling it right now. Um, <laughs> considering that uh, the original Fire Emblem came out in 1990, and there were six prior to the Game Boy Advance American release, oh, wow. which came out, like I said. Nintendo was kind of uh, in a dry dry release period for uh, Game Boy Advance. So they mm-hmm. said, hey, why not? We'll just throw this out there and see if it sticks. And it did. And I bought it in 2004, I want to say, is when I bought it. Okay. Um, they released a second one on there, Sacred Stones, which was similar but also very different. Um, had an overworld. You walk around. The original one was just chapter by chapter, linear gameplay, one by one by one by one. There was no exploring, walking around, grinding to make your units amazing, none of that. Um, So they did that, and then they released the one on the GameCube towards the end of the GameCube's lifespan, which means it didn't sell very well. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can only make so much supply at the end of a console's life. Especially Um, one that didn't sell very well. Well, what I mean by that is, the the demand was met by the supply, right? They didn't they didn't manufacture a ton of them on purpose, but uh, not nearly as much as they manufactured for the 3DS later on. Mm-hmm. 
So they did that, and then they did a sequel to the GameCube version, a GameCube game, uh, Fire Emblem Path Radiance uh, on the Wii, called Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, which can be very difficult if that's how you're getting into this series. Um, they manufactured more of those than they did Fire Emblem Path Radiance mm-hmm. on the GameCube, right? Uh, and at that time, people were buying it, and <laughs> Nintendo, being Nintendo, uh, had a weird translation error where when you bought it and you started playing it, mm-hmm. um, you would select your difficulty. And in the original game, there was basically uh, hard or eat normal and hard but when they translated from japanese to english they made it easy and normal so if you tried playing on normal you were actually playing on hard oh man and then if you beat hard mode in in, uh, the japan release it it would go to insane mode so now Mm. in the american release when they uh localized it it was easy normal hard when in japan those same modes were normal hard insane hmm. yeah it's a little different yep yeah so immediately people were not happy that they couldn't beat normal mode i mean understandably so because mm-hmm. if you're not new to the series and you pick normal and you get destroyed just mm-hmm. flat out destroyed you're not going to be very happy. Didn't say okay. it sold well, but the supply and the demand were about equivalent. Hmm. Nintendo ended up re. Later on, they had to reprint this game, just like they reprinted Xenoblade Chronicles years hmm. later. Anyways, uh, after that, you know, the supply and the demand were pretty much equal. Nintendo was kind of a little bit past breaking even on these fran- these two franchise uh, games for the Fire Emblem series. Then they released Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon, which I'm doing a Let's Play on right now, by the way. Nice um, plug. Yeah, and the original Fire Emblem for the stateside, you know, the GBA one. Mm-hmm. And Donkey Kong Country. Go figure. Um, mm-hmm. On our Krill Plays channel that Will is going to contribute to soon. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> now that I figured um, out, now that you've sent me the app thing, yeah. Okay. Shadow Dragon, released in 2009, um, and that was a remake of the original Fire Emblem. And you got to remember, this is on a, con- a console, a handheld, that sold 155 million units. There was 155 million Nintendo DSs out there. People didn't like it as much. And it's because people didn't understand what they were buying. They thought, okay. oh, this is this is another Fire Emblem game, just like the Game Boy Advance game, but it wasn't. It was uh, it was a remake of Fire Emblem One, and it was extremely um, loyal to the original mm. gameplay mechanics. I.e., there's no weapon triangle; it's just faster units beats are are faster than slower units, so you get double attacks. Stronger units are stronger than weaker units. Mm-hmm. There was no rock, paper, scissors to this game. Uh, and in the standard Fire Emblem games from Fire Emblem 6 on, uh, axe beats lance, lance beats sword, sword beats axe. That's how you know what unit to send into which mm-hmm. battle and makes it real easy to figure out who's going to have an advantage at any given point, which doesn't exist in the original Fire Emblem. Yeah, I can see how people will get frustrated by that. <laughs> and there's a lot of other gameplay mechanics and nuances that don't exist. 
namely the sprite work was kind of shoddy versus uh, what they had been doing more recently than that. It honestly looks like a downgrade going from the Game Boy Advance games to Shadow Dragon. That's not to say it's a bad game, because it's not. But There's I not what people what... are expecting. Right, exactly. So, given the poor sales of Shadow Dragon uh, in 2009, Nintendo boxed up the franchise for about three years. Mm. So they released Fire Emblem Awakening, which was actually decided to be the last Fire Emblem game to be manufactured ever. So they literally shoehorned every previous character they could into Awakening mm. by way of like a time portal uh, mechanic. Mm-hmm. So you could like buy DLC for any Fire Emblem character you like ever in existence. Which I haven't done. I, I played like four or five, six chapters of Awakening. I haven't bought anybody. I, you can get basically all of them for free if you just grind it out. Mm. But it was a major fan service game and they implemented new mechanics to get new players and interested in the game and it worked. The game sold like hotcakes. It actually pushed the 3DS sales over the top. So Nintendo is like what? They got kind of got caught mm-hmm. not knowing what to do. So it took them another three years after that to release the next Fire Emblem game. And then after that, they put together their assets and remade Fire Emblem 2, which is called Fire Emblem Gaiden. It's that Shadows of Valencia I just picked up. Mm. Which brings us all the way to today, where Fire Emblem is a household name, and mm-hmm. they're selling Fire Emblem 3 houses as like a top-tier game with a marketing campaign by Nintendo. Hmm. I'm interested to see what Three Houses looks like. It, it looks very it, as good as it looks. Um, I might what, sy- what system is it coming out? Oh, it's coming out of the Switch. Switch. Right Why don't you start talking about the utter failure that is the PlayStation Classic, which I own by the way. Well, they started selling it. What is it? First retail at? $100. That, first of all, it was already overpriced, so that was dumb. And then they ended up using um, an emulator that didn't emulate the games very well. Um, so people were really upset with the product they got. And they all ended up using games that a lot of people were disappointed with the selection of games, essentially. So it wasn't like the, the, a lot of the classics that people were expecting to be on the PlayStation Classic. Yeah. But um, people were just really mad about it. So they dropped it down to 60. And I saw today it's down to 40. Uh, they're literally giving them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you buy, <laughs> you buy a PS4 Pro. PS4 Pro. Right? Pro. Yep. <laughs> hey, it actually makes me want a PS4 Pro more now because be like, you get two systems. <laughs> oh, my even though I wouldn't even touch the PlayStation Classic, but I like getting free stuff. <laughs> well, the PlayStation Classic, um, I have a feeling once it disappears from store shelves, people are going to want it. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things. Like the original NES Mini... That sold out pretty quick. But then there was still some on shelves. If you went and looked for it, you could find it. Mm-hmm. And then after Christmas that year, they realized that Nintendo wasn't producing anymore. And they were like, what? Oh, no. And they went to eBay, and it was like $300, mm-hmm. $400, loaded with illegal ROMs. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but... Nintendo did what Sony should have done. Yes. Release a quality system with an in-house emulator Mm -hmm. at a low price point to sell. 
Mm-hmm. So it was just a cash grab on PlayStation's part. They thought they could just phone it in. Or, and... or drop it down to 10 games, pay Activision what they're asking for to put Crash Bandicoot on there, mm-hmm. right? Specifically Warped, because the other two, let's just face it, they're not as good as Warped. That's true. And then put, you got Final Fantasy VII, you got Crash Bandicoot. Get the rights to the original Tomb Raider. That would have been a good idea. Yeah, it definitely would have been. Um, you already got Wipeout. Or not Wipeout. Um, no, put one of the Need for Speeds on there. I mean, basically, you just got to pay the licensing deals. Mm-hmm. Get the actual classic titles for the PlayStation and sell it at a selling price point. You could have put 10 games on there at $60 and then sold it. It mm-hmm. would have sold off the shelves. It would have. But in- instead, they... I mean, albeit... The outside plastic is quality, and the controllers are quality. I will say I like them a lot, mm-hmm. but they really well, miss. Yeah, what's inside the sucks, though? No, the hardware is actually not bad either. It's the it's the software. I, just meant, I meant the software. Oh, that's still yeah. technically inside. Will you're more interested in this than me? I think mm-hmm. should yes. Nintendo yes make yes a Virtual Boy Mini. No. <laughs> Dang it. So it's the question on me. Bet. Then, should Nintendo make an N64 classic? Absolutely. I would buy that immediately. Switch I know you have to have selling... four controllers, and I think they should probably go with ten games, like what PlayStation should have done. Yeah, probably. But then you you can only... The best price point you're going to hit with four controllers is 100 bucks. That's the mm-hmm. best you're going to do. Worst case, they give you 15 games at the $150 price point with four controllers and have rumble support. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what they should do. They should have, I don't have remember the rumble pack comes separate. Cause I don't remember yes. the controllers vibrating. I only ever had that. Oh yeah. Rumble pack was separate, but a lot of games utilized it. And now that it's like a staple, you almost mm-hmm. have to have it. Okay. But don't, don't use Rumble Packs, Nintendo. Let's be smart about this. Put the Rumble in the controller. Mm-hmm. You can do it. I have I faith in you. <laughs> but seriously, uh, four controllers, right? You got to have mm-hmm. a Mario Party game, Super Mario 64, F-Zero X. Um, Star Fox. Star Fox. They're never getting Super- GoldenEye, but I would love to have GoldenEye. Super Smash Bros. No, you got to get GoldenEye. You got to make it work. Just There's make no it happen way. somehow. No, get the licensing. It, it, it's Nintendo. I mean, like I said, I would love for that to happen, but I just don't see it happening. Nintendo. Now, what is your opinion then? So I definitely, I definitely want an N64 Classic. I think that at this point in time, the N64 Classic will be at too high of a price point for it to sell well. That's my opinion. I think that when you have the Switch... I mean, the price point you have to hit is $100, okay? You cannot go above $100 for a classic system. If you do, then you have to give a lot of extra value to the equation that Nintendo just can't possibly afford to do. Uh, you, if you do it, you do it with two controllers, you do it with 15 games, you sell it at $100, and then you list online extra controllers mm-hmm. just buy them separate exactly and the first two controllers it comes with are both the gray then mm-hmm. you can get colors separate mm-hmm. that's how you make your money back yep 
and then the controllers would be about 25 bucks piece ish that'd be my guess maybe if they add rumble support you could probably get away with 30 because mm-hmm. that'd be the same price as a gamecube controller but you can't make them usb because you're nintendo you make proprietary jacks that plug into the wii controllers yeah because then you can use them as uh virtual console controllers for the wii u yeah, pretty sweet yeah Dope so they have dual purpose mm-hmm. and then you can have that's colored consoles that you sell too right they have to get the licensing and put GoldenEye on there, or you lose half of the N64 crowd. Mm-hmm. What about At least Banjo and Kazooie? Uh, that depends on their relationship with Microsoft. I think it's pretty good, man. I don't think Microsoft will say no to that. Well, maybe you could have it where you got like 15 originally, but you could actually download more. Like buy them. Okay, these are business people. They understand what's going to happen when they release these systems. People are just not going to pay. They're going to hack them. Mm-hmm. They're going to put their own games on it. So all you have to appeal to is the casual crowd. The people that are willing to buy those games are just going to hack it and put what they want on it anyways. Mm. That's probably true. Right. It's been real. It has been fun. But it has not been real fun. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you on the next Curlcast. Hasta la vista. This is the Curlcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just like compile us saying Krillcast like a thousand times. Krillcast. Mm-hmm. Krillcast. Krillcast. This is the Krillcast. And I'll be like, Krillcast. 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 Exactly. That's it. You got it right there. That's uh, that's what we're known for. <laughs> yeah. Being married. <laughs> no, that's stupid girl. jokes. Oh. stupid jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off with Goodwill. All right. Google cannot figure out what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The, the one time it was the, the grill cast with a G, grill. Mm-hmm. The other time it was the cool cast. Then it was the chill cast. And then it said the girl cast. And I was like, yep, that's way off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's not going to the video. Although I always say that. And then it goes in the outtakes. Mm-hmm. Like the Eric and Sean thing. Did they ever watch it? I don't think so. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> oh. yeah. Next you can get the Fire Emblem dance game. Yeah. No. No. Please, Nintendo, I beg you, do not do that to me. I will buy it, though. No, I won't. <laughs> you no, totally won't. will. Don't deny it. <laughs> they stuck them doing Kinect games for like eight years. Mm-hmm. You don't recover from that. You're going to cut oh, out all of my responses and only have yours. <laughs> there you go. Just a lot of me talking and you go, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good idea. I think I'm an old big dog. Gets to be a superhero, too. There's always money in the banana stand. Mm-hmm. There's always money in the banana stand. And that's how you end it. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>